many fistfuls of fruits and vegetables and a little bit of grains do people need in the daytime? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yep. Ten fistfuls of fruits and vegetables. But do you, my fistfuls are tiny. Do you think a lot of kids are getting that? Maybe. No. Welcome back to the Eat Real to Heal podcast. If this is your first time on the show, definitely go back and listen to all of the episodes that we put out in 2019. We're so excited to have had this podcast running for an entire year. And in 2020, we have a whole incredible lineup of guests that are gonna be coming on to our show to share their experiences of eating real to heal. Now this episode was really fun for me to do because I got to record this show with my youngest daughter, Sadie, who's eight years old. She is such a cutie patootie and since she was tiny and started eating foods for the first time, she absolutely refused meat products. So she has had very few bites of meat and other animal products because it's just not her thing, which I think is interesting because I have three girls and they all crave and desire different foods. So this episode dives into what it means to be vegetarian versus vegan, what it means to eat real to heal, but all from the perspective of my daughter and an eight-year-old child. So I really hope you enjoyed this show. It was really fun making it with my daughter because I just love spending time with her. She has such funny and unique perspectives and I never have a clue as to what is gonna come out of her mouth. So I hope you enjoyed this show. If you did, please share it with others. Also, before we dive into the show, I want to send you over to nicoletterichet.com to our website where you can learn all about our newest project that we are launching. It is called Richer at Work. So Richer at Work is a program where we go into corporations with 50 or more employees and we teach them how to eat real to heal. And then after that, we hand hold them through five weeks of reversing their chronic illnesses. The reason why we created this program is because we know that 60% of employees are currently battling a mental health condition like depression, anxiety, panic attacks, brain fog, and so many other mental health illnesses. And we also know that they're suffering from a chronic disease, if not one chronic disease, often two or more, like heart disease, diabetes, infertility, and really any kind of chronic illness that is lifestyle induced. So we're gonna be working with CEOs, HR personnel, teams, to be able to take their employees through reversing their chronic illnesses so they can get rid of their chronic pain, reclaim their energy, reverse their conditions that are causing them to have the 2 p.m. slump, that are causing them to have so many sick days on their docket, that are that is causing them to miss work um, for weeks and weeks on end. And we know that when employees are sick, they're not productive at work, they're not creative, and they're not 
really performing to their full potential. No employee wants to be underperforming and no employer wants an employee that is underperforming. Everybody wants to be giving their best and that's truly what makes for a healthy society. So check out our Richer at Work program and if you know of anybody, an HR personnel, a CEO or a key decision maker in a corporation that wants to provide wealth through health to their organization, then go to our website, sign up on our form and we'll be in touch to see how we can work with you to reclaim the health of your company. So let's dive in to the podcast with my daughter, Sadie Riche. Want to start with this? Okay. Apples on the stick. Go, make music, get me my heart. Go, two, four, six. Not because I'm pretty, not because I'm pretty. It's the book behind the magazine. So come on, boys, let's have some fun. Fine. The bomb.com at that. Where the bomb.com at that. Hey, everyone. I am Nicolette Richet, and this is my daughter. Sadie Riche, and I'm bringing her onto the podcast today because of the fact that I'm, I'm vegetarian. Well, yeah, we are you vegetarian. Yeah, but there's lots of different definitions of vegetarian, right? Are there? I don't know. That's a good question. Okay, so hey, we'll use this as our kicking off point. So, are you the kind of vegetarian that we, you know, give you lots of processed fast food and go through driveways? Plus, we mean fast. What is that? What does processed? What does processed mean? Um, so, yeah, so we serve you whole foods at the house, right? So, like in our fridge, when you open it up, what do you see? Um, apples. What else is in our fridge? Um, pickles. Yeah, we Cucumber. do have pickles. Cucumbers. Garlic. Yeah, potatoes. Potatoes. Lots of potatoes. Tomatoes, mushrooms, sometimes. Yeah. What else? chocolate yeah occasionally we do have a bit of chocolate don't we yeah yeah kind of occasionally do we have butter in our house sometimes yeah because your sisters really like baking don't they yeah i know eggs we don't have eggs in our house sometimes when the girls bake pancakes oh right yeah okay that's true yeah you're right we do have eggs in the house sometimes when the girls bake pancakes but barely right Okay, what else do you see in our fridge mostly? Apples. Yeah. Any meat? No. No. Never. Unless, like, Grandma's over. Well, Nana's over. Yeah, it's true. Nana. Well, she's gotten better, though, hey? Nana's gotten really good about reducing her meat intake. Um, Rosa, she's, like, made this turkey thing. Did she? Yeah. What was Rosa? Auntie Rosa did? Yeah. Auntie Rose is an amazing vegetarian cook. I don't think she ever cooks with meat when she comes to our house. Well, there's somebody that cooks like a meat thing. Mm. Okay. Well, anyway, predominantly in our house, we have whole foods and not processed foods. So processed foods are when you take potatoes and then you turn them into French fries and put them in a package and sell them in the freezer at the grocery store. Hey, can I ask you some questions? Yeah. Tell me what you love most about horses. 
Um, the beautiful, kind, helpful, um, because I watched this thing. Um, a girl was um, like the school of blind kids um, came to this horse farm. This girl um, got her um, eyesight back and um, she got a horse because the horse would always know where to go. Uh, and because he's blind, she wouldn't know. But then with um, the horse around, she did. And then she got her eyesight back and she loved horses. I love horses because they're beautiful, kind, helpful, amazing, and they're my favorite animals. And they're big, and they're beautiful, and they're kind, and they're nice, and they're helpful, and I love them. And I love taking care of animals. I've got two dogs. I used to have two kittens, and what I happened? used to have two rats. But my dumb daddy is allergic. Yeah, Papa's allergic to cats. The cat dander. It's his fault we had to give them away. I know. But you know what? We're super lucky that we can we have two dogs. We did get wet and then they got pregnant. And they did. We went and to the city we one day. And then we had babies. Yes. And then. Hey, so I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, do you eat meat? No. How come? Because I'm a vegetarian. Okay, but why don't you eat meat? Because it's mean. You eat it animals. People in Portugal. No, wait. Where did Luisa go? Brazil? Brazil, they eat dogs and horses. And it's mean because... Where did you learn that, that people in Brazil eat dogs and horses? Luisa. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I mean, I know it is true that in different parts of the world, different, all, eat different the, people eat different all animals. All animals are going distinct, especially polar bears. Because what are they going? Distinct. Extinct? Extinct. Distinct. Yeah. They are distinct, and yes, they are going They're not extinct. Extinct. There's like a few. Oh, right. There's still a few left. In the North Pole. Right. But many animals every day, many species are going extinct. Yeah, sure. because stupid people kill them. And if you watch this and you're one of the people, you should change that because it's not nice. Would you like if somebody this kappa um came up and started to kill you and like your whole family? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I would definitely not like it if somebody I came up to you and killed you. Mm -hmm. But humans but are at the humans are kind of at the top of the food chain though, aren't they? No, but like it's not fair. Why don't everybody just eat fruits and vegetables? Because now all the animals are going extinct. Okay, so hold on. Let me just ask you a question. Can people safely live off fruits and vegetables? Yeah. How do you know that? Because meat's not good for you. How do you know meat's not good for you? Because um, there's fat. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the rest of cows or animals. I know. So... Okay, so let's go back. So since you, we have three girls in our house, okay? Two of our girls will eat meat when they go out to other people's houses, but usually they opt in for vegetables. Um, and I know that when they go out that, I think they battle what a lot of people battle is the fact that- you ate prawns in Portugal. I did have a prawn in Portugal, yeah. Prawns. 
I don't think I had prawns. I think I tried one prawn. No, when you have more than one prawn, it's prawns. Okay, so, okay. So, yeah, I did. Um, and even though we have vegan restaurants, I am not 100% vegan. I am. You are? Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. You know what 100% vegan means? No. That you don't eat any animal products whatsoever? I don't. Do you ever have honey? Yeah. That comes from an animal? No, it comes from flowers. It comes from bees. Yeah, but the geese, bees get it from flowers. Yes, that's true. But the bees kind of need the honey for themselves. But, um, but, if people... If people keep on planting more flowers, bees are going to be alive. The bees sting you. So, boom. So, because bees sting you, or, or should they not be loved and appreciated? No, I never said that. Okay. I never said that, Mama. You can't say stuff if I, if I never say that. It's not right. Okay, that's true. That's not right. Okay, I won't put words in your mouth. Okay, we've got lots to cover. Can you tell me the story of... Africa? Um, yeah. No, let's go back to you not eating meat. So this is what I'm really curious about. Your sisters will eat meat. How come you don't eat meat? Because you're raised in the same house as me, right? And your because sister? it's not nice. So I think that you, do you feel something in your body when it comes to eating meat? Like, do it's, you feel? It's gross. It's not good for you, but people say it's good for you when it's not. But also, it's mean because all animals are going to stink because of you guys. going to have to. Right. So is it because the animals are going extinct that you don't eat meat? I'm super curious about this because actually we, I don't think we've had this conversation at home very much because we just kind of eat, cook the food that we cook at home and tell the kids that this is what we eat and they've never really questioned it too much. But I think I, it's good for you guys to question. So I'm questioning it for you um, so that other people can understand. But I know that when, since you were a little girl, you would always say, is that meat? Is that from an animal? Do you feel something? I want to know what goes on in your body when you eat meat. Like, do you feel, or in your heart, or in your mind? Last time I threw up. You did? Was I there? That was when I was a kitty. When you were a kid? Yeah, I was like four, four, three, mm. four, three. And then I stopped eating meat because it's gross. Gross, 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 gross. Okay, so are you, you doing... eating meat because it's not good for you. And it's mean. You're eating an animal. Would like? Would you like if I eat you? Or if my mom eats you? Yuck! I would not want to eat human. Yeah, exactly. So, if would you like if I killed you and then fed it to somebody? I don't think so. So, is what you're saying that we're animals? Basically. We are right. We humans are animals. We're just another species of animal, right? Yeah. We're mammals. Just like cows and whales. Now. Sure. I'm getting bored of it. Okay, so what happened when we went to that barbecue and, you, and I forgot to warn you that there was an animal on the spit? How did that make you feel when you saw that? They killed the whole pig. It was gross mean. Can we talk about Africa first? Oh, do you want to talk about Africa? Okay, so we went to Africa. We saw my great-grandma. And then... Um, and then what was that like? When we arrived in that nice. village. I got sugarcane. Oh, yeah. Tell people about what sugarcane is. I think a lot of people may not know what that is. So sugarcane, it's a real thing. But 
It's like you can find it in Africa, maybe even Portugal. No. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Or Hawaii, maybe, maybe Hawaii. Um, sugarcane, it's like, it's kind of like bamboo, but... It does look a little bit like bamboo. It looks like bamboo, but in the, um, inside, so it's like this bamboo stick, but then in the inside, it's like this, um, like, it's like moss. Like fibrous. It's like fibrous, and it, like, tastes like sugar and, like, maple syrup. And that's where you get your maple syrup from, and you can also get it from a maple tree. Yeah, I think maple syrup comes from the maple tree, but sugar cane. No, that's sugar... not true, Mama. That's not true. Isn't it? Because we saw a video of somebody making sugar cane into maple syrup. I think they're making it into syrup, but it's not quite the same thing as maple syrup. It is? Yeah. They were saying I think they're making sugarcane syrup instead of maple syrup. Not sugarcane. I thought maple syrup and maple syrup. The cane sugar comes from sugarcane. And cane syrup comes from sugarcane. Life is confusing. Life is confusing. But how is it to eat the sugarcane? You just chew it? It's like chewing a stick, isn't it? And then what do you do? Do you swallow the fiber or spit it out? Spit it out. Yeah, because it's really fibrous. So what was it like being in Grandma's village? Because there was no water, there was no electricity. Can we focus? Oh yeah. And we're still doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that like to be in uh, Great Grandma's village in Africa? No water, no electricity. It was strange, but it was also fun. And also I got, a, I climbed a mango tree to the very top. I picked mangoes, I ate mangoes. They were so tasty, the taste so, Tastier in Africa than here. Mm. Do you think it's because they were picked when they were ripe instead of being picked when they're not ripe and then shipped across the planet? Yeah. Maybe food that's picked right off the tree. Do you think the food that's picked off the tree is better oh, for and you? My favorite food in Africa is Encima. What's Encima? It's, it's basically like potatoes. Corn. Basically like mashed potatoes oh it looks like mashed potatoes yeah but it's not it's made out of corn it's way better do you remember pounding the corn in that yeah oh so we went like this explain to people what it is that you're doing massing pounding yeah you're pounding the corn the dried corn right i took one big smash and it all splattered it did no oh <laughs> um okay so then when you pounded the maize then what happened we take the flour you take the maize you put it almost turns it into like a flour right yeah and then you and then you um put water and then mass it yeah with on on a hot on a hot stove and then you take it put it in the bowl Eat with your hands. You don't eat with a fork or spoon. That's awesome. No, it's hands. It's hands. It's hands. Your hands. Oh, yeah? We're still doing a podcast. Oh. Yeah, okay. The whole purpose of this? I okay. know you like seeing yourself on TV, but we are trying to just share information with people. Okay, so um, um, then we came home. 
no, go back to Africa. <laughs> we haven't come home yet. Okay. So in Africa, you ate in Sima. And then what did you eat it with? What, like, what, what did you just eat dry in Sima? No, it's salad. You ate it with salad. But cooked greens, right? Cooked like mustard greens, greens yeah. with tomatoes and onions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you take um, the enzima, make it flat, then put the um, the salad, the wet salad in there, then you squeeze it, and then you stuff it in your mouth with hands. Hey, let's go back to Whistler. We are in Whistler. Yes, we are in Whistler. But going from Africa, we swam in Lake Malawi, right? Do you remember swimming in Lake Malawi? Was that fun? Super fun. People walked on their heads. They what? People walked heads on their heads. They walked with things on their heads? Yeah. Like water and food. And yeah. Yeah, the people in Africa, they have to walk miles, hey, carrying lots of and heavy things. And my dad, he's a guitarist, and he played with this band. And then I think it's pancakes that I loved. No, crepes. Crepes. Yeah, yeah, we had crepes in Malawi. They were yeah. delicious. I loved them. I got them every day. Okay. So after Africa, we came back to Whistler and everything was fine until everything was not fine. So can we share the parasite story with everybody? I wanna. Okay, because this might be a really good opportunity to... Okay, so... Um... So let me ask some questions. I'm going to ask some questions and then you're going to answer them, okay? Okay, ask. Okay. Ask away. So about six months after we got back from Africa, you started seeing pee in your blood. Is that correct? Pee in my blood? <laughs> you started seeing blood in your pee. Yeah. And then... So what was that like? Were you scared when you saw the blood in your pee? No, but then I... Um, what was the first thing you did when you uh, saw the blood in your pee? I flushed and I walked away. Time. The second time I told my mom, she was like, okay. What did I think it was? Blood. No, no me wiping too hard. Yeah, so first, when she showed me the blood in her people. pee, in her people. urine, in her paper. on the paper, I thought it was because she was wiping too hard and maybe got a little cut. The second time I saw the blood in your urine, what happened? You said, you're wiping too hard. Okay, I don't know if I said it like that, but I thought it was from you eating that food. Beets. Beets. Remember? Beets. Cause, yeah, because what happens sometimes when you eat beets, you get it get red. But then the third time, um, I just hit so soft, I barely even touched, and then my mom saw, and then she said, "Okay, we're gonna talk to you soft." Okay, so then what happened when we went to the doctor? Do you remember the test you had done? No, wait, what? I had an ultrasound, I think. Yeah, and what did the ultrasound show? Um, a mast. A mass on your? Uterus. Bladder. Bladder. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so we went to Africa. We were swimming in Lake Malawi, and it is a Bilharzia zone, and Bilharzia is a parasite that um, is the second deadliest parasite in the world next to malaria. Now, some people might say, well, you knew it was a Bilharzia zone, but you took the chance of swimming in there. And yes, that is correct. Okay, so then we came back and my daughter started having symptoms, blood in her urine. And my sister had the same thing, but she didn't tell my mom until the second hospital 
penicillin. Right. So what should you do if you get blood in your urine? What, what, tell you, your mom, duh. Yeah. So tell your parents, kids, if you're here listening to this, if you ever have blood in your stool or blood in your urine, you got to tell your parents. So then we went to the doctors and the doctors thought you had a bladder infection, but we said it wasn't. Then they measured or they did the ultrasound and they saw that you had a mass Matt. on your bladder. My uterus. On your bladder. What's my uterus again? Your uterus is your sexual organ where you grow babies. Okay, so then finally the doctors listened to us and said, when we went back and said, you know what? It is Bilharzia. You have to run the test for Bilharzia. And then I had to pee in a cup every day we went to the hospital. And you had to poop, right? You had to do a stool sample. I know. I know. That wasn't fun. But we did the stool sample and it came back positive for Bilharzia which was great because the doctors were really scared that the mass on your bladder was cancer. Yeah. I know. And fortunately, it no, wasn't. No, always wrong. My sister, she's um, Jaden. Her name is Jaden, and she's the oldest. She's 15, and she had this thing. My mom, Don't shake the table. And my, um, my mom kept on saying to the doctor, no, um, the doctor said it's nothing. And they just gave her on drugs. And then my mom said, it is something. And then she got this other thing because she was taking drugs she didn't need. And then finally, they got it right. And they're like, I'm so showy. And my mom was like, yeah, you better listen this time. Okay, so <laughs> that's a whole other story for later. But the whole point I think that you're trying to make is that moms, we need you to, and dads, we need you to advocate for your kids when they're sick. And sometimes you have to stand up and you have to demand certain tests. We so, move on to Portugal. What do you want to talk about in Portugal? Um, so we went to Portugal. It was fun. My grandma was there. My grandpa was there. No, not my grandpa. Um, I think people. My peoples were there. And then we came back. And... Apparently, I fractured my growth plate. 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 Growth plate. Growth plate. In your wrist. Yeah, in this wrist. And I didn't have to do schoolwork because it was my right hand, and I'm right-handed, not left-handed. But now I'm left-handed and right-handed. You're. I could do blood. I'm extra I'm extra dusted. Ambidextrous. I'm ambidextrous. Ambi. Ambi. Dexterous. Dexterous. Yes. Ambidextrous. Pretty close. Okay, so yeah, I've got. I've had a concussion. I've had a. It's been a big year for you. You had fracture. a parasite. I've had a parasite, concussion, fractured wrist. That's been a big year for you. Oh, and then a long time ago, I sprained my ankle. Now. So yeah, remember I sprained my ankle. Mm -hmm. I remember. I still have the bump from there. Hey, can I ask you a question about magnesium? Yeah. Um. So magnesium lives on our counter at home or in the drawer, right? What kind of magnesium do you take? See, look at the bump. Yeah, but that's gone now. That's all healed. Yeah. 
What kind of magnesium do you take? B12. That's B vitamin. Oh, um, C12? Uh, vitamin C. Yeah, we take vitamin C. Calm, is that the one you're talking about? Magnesium? Calm kits. Calm kits, yeah, that's magnesium. Ow. And why do you like taking the magnesium? What does it do for you? I don't like, I don't know what it does for me. It makes me calm and makes me go to sleep. And it takes my tummy wakes away. Hmm, interesting. And are you allowed to take it anytime you want? No. How come? Um, because. <laughs> You've never said you can't take it. <laughs> of course you can take it anytime you want. <laughs> um. Um, how else does magnesium make you feel? You're shaking the thing. Put your feet up there. Do you want to put your feet up on my lap? Yeah. I can massage your feet. Okay. Um, How else does it make you feel? About? Magnesium. It makes me feel good. It makes me calm. Because um, my middle sister, she's 12. Um, her name is Hazel. And sometimes we, we fight a lot. Mm -hmm. And what helps me from starting, stopping fighting Sometimes I take magnesium with Papa. He's my daddy. Mm -hmm. um, but I also sometimes um, hug my mom, and that makes me feel better. So if I hug you? Yeah, it makes me feel better. So when you're feeling all riled oh, up? Oh, I can't see my leg. I know. So when you're, when, you're, when you're all riled up, you think it's a good idea to take magnesium? Yeah. And hug your mom? Yeah. That's probably a pretty good idea. It helps you feel calmer? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Uh, tell me about what some of your favorite veggies are. Apple. Mm-hmm. Mm, is apple a veggie or fruit? Goes on a tree, so it's a fruit. Yes, correct. Um, mango. What kind? Mango is also a fruit? Cherries. Cherries, yeah. Those are... Tree fruits. Fruit. fruit berry? Is fruit. it cherry or fruit? It's a fruit. Pale. Pineapple? Yep. yep. You love all of those. What about some veggies? What kind of veggies do you love? Carrots? Our carrots grow on the tree. Carrots grow on the ground. Oh. You know that. You love potatoes. Potatoes. Yeah. And what about, you love tomatoes? Sometimes you like them on a sandwich, though, don't you? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. You love cucumber. I love Hmm? On a vine in our garden, like the zucchini. You pick it all the time, remember? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now can we talk about fruits? You want to talk about fruits? Yeah. Okay, so tell me this. One thing I want to know. My favorite fruits, yeah. Okay, so my favorite fruits are mango, cherry, apple, um, grapes, grapes, um, all the berries, pineapple, cucumber, that's on the ground, pineapple, mango, cherries, apple, oranges, oranges grapefruit, 
apple. Zoo no, wait. What's the fuzzy thing that has the green? Peaches. No. Nectarines. Yeah, yeah. Those, but there's also this fuzzy thing that you can eat the skin and you just go. Kiwi. Kiwi. Love those. Yeah. Mm hmm Um. So another question I have for you: What about your veggies? I know you love fruit. Why do you like eating fruit? Because they're yummy. And sweet. And sweet. So they, is there a lot every, of? It's impossible to get some eat something that doesn't have sugar, but it is possible to get um. But um, oxy the apples are healthy for you because the sugar in it is healthy sugar. Does it? The candy sugar that's bad for you, which I love, but there's also a good sugar for you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't give you cancer, but gives you healthy. And if you like have cancer, you don't need it. Want to eat avocado? Okay. Uh, because they're not good for you, I think. No, let, I'm gonna explain that so people understand. So. When I'm working with people who have cancer and they turn to food as medicine, we have to cut out all their avocados, their nuts and seeds, because they're very, very high in great protein normally, but for somebody who has cancer, we have to restrict their protein a little bit. Well, what actually quite a lot. It? So we have to restrict their protein <laughs> and then and then also reduce their fat intake because that stuff is really hard to digest and really hard to process when they have such a weak digestion and it takes their energy away from healing when they have to digest those hard to digest foods. So thanks for bringing up the avocados. So how many, how many fistfuls of fruits and vegetables and a little bit of grains do people need in the daytime? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Eight, nine, ten. Yep, ten fistfuls of fruits and vegetables. But do you, my fistfuls are tiny. Do you think a lot of kids are getting that? Maybe. No. What about at your school? Um. Do a lot of the kids have fruits and vegetables in their lunch? Two. Some people have mandarins and grapes. What What about veg veggies? Apples and stuff. Yeah. Do you think they're getting the vegetables? Yeah. Do you think you eat more vegetables than anybody else that you know? I only have fruits and vegetables. <laughs> That's true. Do you sometimes wish you had something else? Oh, oh, huh? Do you sometimes wish you had something else? Yeah. Like what? What would you have? Me? <laughs> okay, so um, no. not me. Okay. Um, you but would... I would have at least crackers like those. You know those crackers that we used to buy? Oh yeah, a long time ago. Those rice crackers? Yeah. I know. Right. The ones in the package? Yeah. I know. Are you sad that we don't buy them anymore? Kind of, but also the, if they had this at least made it with less plastic. I know that because there's a lot of plastic packaging. Because the only thing they use um, plastic, why can't they just use cardboard like everything else? I agree with you. I know. That's one of the reasons why we don't buy them. But do you know the other reasons why we don't buy them? Because they're not healthy. That's right. Because they're processed and packaged. And those crackers would live on a shelf for like five years without going moldy. Because basically all... I would eat them. You would eat them, I know. But as a parent, sometimes we have to put our foot down. Yeah. 
No, no, we don't ever have sugar in our house. Sometimes you just said we had chocolate in our house sometimes. Chocolate, I don't buy that. I know, it's very little that we have. What advice do you have for parents if their parents want to feed their kids veggies, more veggies? How would you, how would, could you get kids to eat more veggies? I'd love to know from you. Get all your kids to give the, um, the, um, unhealthy things to me. Okay. Um, do you like cooking in the kitchen with Papa? So that's one thing that you can do is that you can invite your kids, kids to cook with you. <laughs> okay. What about, um, okay. What's another, some other advice, um, that would get kids to eat more veggies? Like, for example, how do you like to eat broccoli? Like to peel the other pieces of broccoli off the broccoli. What pieces? The broccoli. Um, the broccoli. So you like to peel the broccoli off the broccoli? Yeah. Like the florets off the broccoli? The broccoli's off the broccoli. Okay, so when we cook it, it peels off nicely, right? I like the broccolis. Off, I like to peel the broccolis off the broccoli. Okay, so and you eat it like that? Yeah, sometimes we add a little bit of Braggs on it to it too. That makes it tasty. Mm, like the soy sauce? Yeah, I like the soy sauce. I also like peeling the um, broccoli off the broccoli. Mm -hmm. What about sushi? You could, to get kids to eat more veggies, you can make sushi. You guys love making sushi, hey? Oh, sushi. <laughs> Do you like cooked veggies more than raw veggies or raw veggies more than cooked veggies? I like coffee. Wait, what did you say? Do you like your vegetables to be cooked or do you like to eat them raw and crunchy? It depends. Hmm. Like carrots, do you prefer them cooked or do you prefer them raw? I pay them neither. What? You love carrots? Sometimes. Oh, with hummus. Yeah, with hummus. Okay, so that would be a good way. Is to If you want your kids to eat carrots, you can serve them cooked raw or with hummus. If I wanted to share with parents ways that they could get their kids to eat salad, what tip should I give them? Serve it with, well, no, you cook it in water and then- Lettuce? You, salad? Yeah. What? And then you make it steam and then feed that to the kids. Oh, like with the dark greens, like the kales and the spinach. I said what I said, Mama. They don't need you to repeat it again. <laughs> Sometimes they might not understand what you said. So what Sadie just said is, if you want your kids to eat greens, for example, like collards and spinach and kales, you can cook them. You can just can steam see them. Us right now? No. Are they going to see us? Yes. So let me finish. Okay. So you could cook them and then make enzima. And then you tell them you make it into a ball or you could just squeeze it flat. And then you put the salad that's water, that's been boiled in water, put it in the squeeze it. And that's something you, do you think if parents hands. Do you think if parents let their kids eat with their hands, they eat more vegetables? Yeah. That always makes eating fun, hey? Mm -hmm. Okay, so great. Um, what about just like regular lettuce, like a salad? You eat lots of salads. Okay. Yes, bowls of salad okay. with every meal. 
Yeah, how do you, why do you like it? The dressing, number one. I like the spicy tofu sauce. Spice, do we make that? No. Oh, it's sushi? Yeah, it's sushi and people make it. Oh, so usually making a good sauce often will encourage kids to eat their vegetables as well. Papa makes really good pizza too, doesn't he? No. Except you always peel your veggies off pizza, so that's not a way to get kids to eat their veggies. No. First of all, there's not very many veggies on a pizza compared to what you'd be eating if you just cooked the vegetables, right? No, I like um, pineapple on it. Mm. The pineapple. And olives. And olives. Mm -hmm. So maybe a way to get parents to, well, what about pasta sauces? You love pasta sauces, right? That's a good way to get kids to eat more veggies. I guess. Oh, I also like um, um, those things that you know the Indian thing under pasta over um above pasta lupino. Oh, then, Indian food, yeah. Yeah, and then when you walk in, um, there's this thing that you dip, put on your hand, and eat it. Fennel. Fennel. I the love fennel the fennel seed mixture. Yeah, yeah, that's really tasty. It's yummy. Mhm. Mm okay, so I have another question for you. What do you think about your parents running their own business? Um, it's not fun. Why? Because they can't spend time with you. <laughs> We're spending time right now. I'm running my business. Hey, are you going to work at the Green Mustache when you get older? Like Jaden does? No. How come? I work at the candy store. What's a good tip if their kids want sugar and they want something sweet? What could parents give their kids besides sugar? Apple. Yes. What else? Apple. Apple? Yeah, because it's so sweet, right? It's almost like a candy. It's like Mother Nature's candy. It's Mother Nature's type. Okay. I love you. Thanks for doing this podcast with me. Mm -hmm. Aren't you going to ask <laughs> one more thing what my favorite animal is? I thought I did. I thought we talked about that. What's your favorite animal? Yeah, we talked about it at the beginning. You said you love horses because they're so kind and gentle. Did you ask what my second? What's your second favorite animal? Dogs and cats. Ask if I like reptiles or not. Do you like reptiles? Um, some, not spiders, so enemies to me. I know, but what do, what do I always say every time you're like scared of spiders? They're just animals and they help you because you catch flies. Because they what? Because you catch flies. Can you say that in, in something that people would understand? Because they catch flies. Yeah, I always say spiders are good for the planet. We can't kill them. And they're nothing to be afraid you didn't of. You talk about gymnastics to me. I didn't. No. Where are we going to go after this? We're going to gymnastics. I'm so good at gymnastics. What do you love doing in gymnastics? What's your favorite activity? Um, Back layouts. Hmm? Back layouts. Yep. And ooh, ooh. round up back handspring. Back handspring, aerial, front tackle beam. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What, when you're going to gymnastics competition and just before you do your gymnastics competition, what's the thing that gets you in the right mental state? What do you say? That's to myself, mama. I know, but I want to know what you say. You can't tell. Okay. Okay. Eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> we missed that one. <laughs>
Welcome back and I hope that you enjoyed that show with Sadie. If you enjoyed it, again, please share it with others and let us know what you thought. If you have any questions or comments, definitely email us. The links are below. We want to respond to you. We want to hear from you. And we are so excited to be able to bring shows like this to you so you can learn a little bit more about what it means to eat real to heal. Before we sign off for today, I also want to announce that we have an incredible retreat once again happening at Hollyhock this July. So this retreat sells out fast, so make sure that you go to the website, link is below, sign up to be part of this incredible retreat where for an entire week we get to work together to teach you how to use food as medicine, how to turn your kitchen into a local pharmacy, how to nutrify your body so that your body starts to detoxify. We teach you how to rebuild your liver and all your organs so they're running at peak performance so that you do stand a chance of reversing any chronic illness or mental health condition that you might be currently facing. So tell your friends about this retreat. You can sign up together. It's going to be a blast. Our group from last year was incredible and we stay in touch continuously after the retreat as well. So we become your tribe long after the retreat is over. So sign up today and we'll see you on Cortez Island in beautiful British Columbia. Bye for now everyone and stay tuned for our next episode on the Eat Real to Heal podcast.